0: Ahava and blessings, welcome to this episode of Hold Shehina. This podcast is being offered to serve the highest evolution of our soul, to allow us to remember, to integrate, to activate, to express and embody the fullest essence of your soul, the light of creation that you are. I am your host, my name is Aria, I am a Reiki master, energy and sound healer, an ordained Magdalene Priestess, and I am your guide on this journey of expansion. So this episode is going to be quite interesting because I don't usually, I'm usually very reserved about speaking about... Aliens, multi dimensions, our month multi dimensionality, because um, it's kind of uh, always been seen, except until recently. Now it's kind of like the in thing to do. But all the spiritual things that I've explored and do and do and have done, they've all kind of come out of the closet within the last maybe five or so years they've become more and more popular but 30 years ago when i was a kid um it it was it was not the popular thing to do so particularly the thing about aliens So now there's this whole thing about disclosure and whatnot, and I find it interesting that it's becoming very mainstream, kind of like the topic of starseeds. Starseeds are those of us whose souls have incarnated in human form, but have previous lifetimes as other beings, like light beings, a... I guess you could call light beings aliens because they are technically not from this earth. Um, But yeah, basically we've incarnated in other star systems, in other dimensions, and we've lived complete. Our souls have lived or and are living other existences in higher dimensions. So those of us who were brave enough to decide, hey, we're going to awaken on earth. At the most crucial moment when the earth is ascending, we are brave souls, (laughs) brave and incredibly intrepid souls, because it hasn't always been as, particularly if you awakened earlier, because I know there were a lot of us who awakened earlier, some of us kind of shut down our gifts, others were like, um, what's her name, Doreen Virtue, they kind of were co-opted by other entities. So it really was uh, an interesting time. There are a lot of channeled materials um, that are quite interesting reads. So what is prompting my delving into this topic? So I just had a quantum hypnosis. It's basically quantum healing hypnotherapy session. And it was super interesting. This is the second time I've done that. And I've, like I've said, I've been super awake for the majority of my life. I've actually for, yeah, for basically all of my life, I've been very awake, very in tune, very, and I won't say woke because I don't, that's a whole nother rabbit hole we're not going to discuss here. I mean awake as in tuned in to my Intuition tuned into my gifts, tune into that other aspect of our being that we don't always feel is there or see is there because it's not tangible. We can't actually see our physical light body. Some of us can, but for the most part, most people cannot see their light body. We cannot see the other dimensions that are coexisting on this plane. We cannot access the other dimensions unless we attune ourselves, unless we work on our frequency, and then we're able to perceive other realms. So that's what I mean by awake. It means someone who is in the either, well, it's always a process. So we are always in the process of awakening and deepening our gifts. So it's not like a one and done kind of situation. It's always a an evolution of how much of our, how much of our light, how much of our multidimensionality we actually allow to inhabit this physical body, this physical incarnation, our physical experience. So it's a very um, crazy time, because some of the things that I, I've received confirmation many, many times on my lineage, on. M- where my soul comes from the things that resonate with my soul and that's the thing so you will always see and be attracted to things that resonate with your soul so if they come from a lineage that your soul family your star origins are from you will resonate with them so they're like i was watching ancient aliens for like since since heavens knows the X-Files, that was, like, the only, like, sci-fi thing that I would watch because, like, the the Star Wars, Star Trek type of thing, I was just like, oh, yeah, that's... It, it just kind of felt really old to me. Like, it's... Yeah, of course we... There's a federation. Like, of course there's galactic beings. Like, it just... Never occurred to me until I got to kind of experience the, the normal, <laughs> I guess, the muggle world that most people don't have that instant kind of like, oh, yeah, duh, of course it makes sense. So I've traveled all over and that's the other thing that just really impresses me. That if you travel and you've been to the ancient sites, like you've been to Machu Picchu, you've been to the jungles of Mexico and Guatemala, you've been to the jungles of Indonesia, of Bali. If you've been to India, you've been to Egypt, you've been all these places, um, Gobekli Tepe in Turkey, Um, there are so many ancient sites around the world that for the life of modern archaeology, they cannot even fathom how these structures were built. They can't even, like the fact that there is water erosion on the Sphinx in Egypt, on the Giza Plateau, just, you know, it's like, oh, that that's, they don't even want to acknowledge the fact that they're The Sphinx is older than what our modern archaeology thinks is the truth. So that to me is always a red flag. So science, and I'm a heavy math and science kind of girl, because even though I'm incredibly mystical and magical, and I am into all this esoteric, metaphysical, mystical stuff, (laughs) I'm my IQ is quite high I was incredibly gifted in math and science as a kid and it it was it's science has always attracted me math was quite interesting Um, astrophysics like if you go into like that those realms the quantum physics super interesting stuff and what always what I found funny that is that recently science has gone into a science used to be all about questioning you would come up with a hypothesis and then you would test out your theories and see what shook out like it was it, there was an empirical method to the way that we scientific inquiry happened and it wasn't it wasn't about like well let me let me tweak my study and my results and only publish that which benefits my the people who are funding my exper- my experiments. Like that was not that is something completely modern and 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 not <laughs> not the way science works. So it's always been interesting to me when academics and people that are supposed to be in the hard sciences are so opposed to changing their perspective. Because the mind of a scientist is the mind of inquiry. And the moment that you stop questioning is the moment that you stop growing. Basically, your science is dead at that point because you're you're not evolving. You're not growing. You're not actually getting to the root cause or the bottom of whatever the situation is. You're basically closing your mind off to the possibility that a new paradigm exists. One that you didn't realize was there. So that's what I've always found incredibly fascinating and kind of the things like I really wanted to go into archaeology um, when I was a kid. Like I wanted to go like do on the, do the digs and go into, oh, the, the Paracas desert in in southern Peru into the Egyptian desert and just like see what's there. Like go into the layers of earth and see what gets on earth because there have been so many civilizations. There's so much history in the ground. And some of it we can see. Some of it has been destroyed. Some of it is underwater. But it's there. And we can only come up with ideas and, and theories as to, why certain things were depicted in the pyramids. Like why is there a, what looks like an electrical light bulb? Why is it that, that there is kind of inside the shafts of, of the pyramid, there are different. Um, it looks like there was a chemical reaction that was happening in the Kings and Queens chamber. Like it, if you dive into these rabbit holes, there is so much that you will kind of be like, wow, Oh my God. And then Let's not even get into like the bones that have been found. There have been bones of giants. And let's think about every single indigenous native tribe all over the world has had myths about giants, myths about beings coming from the stars, myths about beings coming, traveling to them and gifting them knowledge. And these are civilizations that flourished at different points in time. And they all had, they didn't speak the same language. So it's like, how do we have so many similar theories or myths about the birth of humanity, the birth of creation? One of the things that really I find fascinating is the, there's a tribe in... think it's Mali. it's western africa they're called the dogon and their creation stories say that they came from the star system sirius and they their creation stories state that there's there are three stars in the star of sirius and the thing is that's that at first only sirius a was discovered then it was b and now there's a sirius c so they knew about this star system and, and how many stars was in it for millennia, their oral traditions go, are that ancient. If you go into Peru, you will find the remnants of beings, the bones of beings with elongated skulls. And this, this isn't just like, well, let's take a baby and kind of like tweak its cranium by putting, by pressing stuff on it to make it, it's like, no, there is no, the bones don't show, the skulls don't show different, they're not like the same skulls as humans. So it's just fascinating to see the history that is there for us to see, but many of us don't seek it out and it's not common knowledge if you go to Machu Picchu you will see amazing um, feats of engineering that they don't like you can't even fit there's no mortar in between these stones and this is um, the valley of um, the sacred valley as well Sacsayhuaman you will see that the, you can't fit even the, sl- the smallest bit of paper In between these joints, they are so perfect. And then there's um, what is it, Puma Punku, which is on the shores of Lake Titicaca, on the border of Ecuador and Peru. Again, big, like, like site that is like looks like ruins. Those beams could be tracks. I don't know. It's there's there's all kinds of theories about Puma Punku but it's also the Nazca lines and there are the, the lines in um, then there's, Oh yeah, there's that. So then there are the ancient. um, So there are these cairn stones in, is it Brittany in France? So basically our ancestors knew that there was energetic points in the land that could channel power, channel energy. So they built their temples, they built their obelisks, they, they marked these, Stonehenge, another example, they marked these special places on earth that held this intense energy and they used those points for ceremony. They used them to honor the cycles of the earth honor the cycles of the cosmos. So there. there's always been a fascination with the cosmos, with the stars. Many civilizations, the Hopi, the Hopi have a tradition that, um, and the Navajo as well, like there are many indigenous in the southwestern U.S. that um, indigenous societies that also trace their lineages to the Pleiades, to Orion, to um, the stars of Cygnus. So it just, there's so much if we just stop the, the chatter in our mind and just allow ourselves to explore what resonates with you, what is a frequency. So the fact that they used their healing temples in Malta, that resonate at was it a hundred hertz? Um hundred and ten? But so there's a healing temple in Malta that the frequency of that temple resonates at a specific Hertz. And I can't remember exactly what hertz it is, but it's a healing temple. It's a space where people would go in there and they would allow their bodies to recalibrate themselves to a natural frequency. So every cell, every organ, every muscle in your body has a resonance. It's vibrating at a frequency. And this is scientific. You can actually look up studies. (laughs) So your body is emitting an electrical charge. How is it that we don't know that our bodies are that powerful? Our mind, our thoughts start creating even before we were physical our soul. So there, let's just talk about where I went in my quantum hypnosis, healing hypnotherapy session. So the first place I went, because this is really interesting, and we all have a lineage, a star lineage, particularly those who are now pursuing their either in the process of awakening in the process of well it's always a process of awakening whether so whether you are new and kind of have just begun your process or you've been on this journey your entire life we all have lineages that are from the stars our dna is also not completely here like what is it the genome has i can't remember what percentage of supposed junk dna that's not junk dna There's no such thing as junk DNA. We wouldn't have junk DNA. We were, we were created. We were seeded. Our humanity was seeded by multidimensional beings way, way back. That's why our DNA, our genetics hold the keys to our own awakening and, and to our own ascension and to our own expansion. It's all within us. And we, we can tune in and activate these supposed junk DNA and really expand in our capacity and our capabilities. So the first place I went to in my QHHT therapy session was, I literally, so she took me in into a meditation. And so if you've ever done a sound healing with me, it kind of works similar to, um, it. the this, this session is very similar. It's very similar to what I do when I take you to, into a sound healing journey. Except this is a little more, perhaps it's a little more specific because there's, there's kind of like a Dolores Cannon developed like a specific method of getting the mind to that state. Through sound healing, you basically do it in a more frequency-based. And depending on the person that's guiding you, the frequency of the voice will also help either get you to that state or kind of keep you at the top of it or get you super deep. So a lot of the people that I've done sound healings when who have come to my sound healing sessions, they, they've basically gone to other dimensions and other planes and they've seen past lives very similar. So, except in that circumstance, I don't usually. The intention isn't always to guide you into a specific past life. So, with QHHT, the intention is to basically got, access your subconscious and your higher self, so you can see what see what lifetimes and what what lifetimes need to come through in order for you to resolve whatever it is you're resolving. So for me, my intention wasn't particularly to heal or like any particular like ailment or whatever. My intention was to truly connect to my multidimensional self and like really understand where my soul came from. So my intention was to kind of get clarity on a few things in my life that because we're human, we kind of always feel, I don't know if you have this experience, but I definitely have this experience where I feel that i'm not doing enough that somehow like i should have gotten on my healing path and like claimed all my witchy gifts earlier than i did it shouldn't have been in my 30s i should have done it straight through my 20s and not not had that kind of break that i had um so we we want to make stories (laughs) about why we have chosen the path we have chosen and why we are walking in. Somehow we're not doing it right. So if you take anything from this entire episode, I want you to take this. There is nothing you are doing wrong, unless you're hurting yourself. Um, <laughs> but wherever you are on your path is exactly where you need to be. You are doing great. Stop comparing yourself to either other people or a mental image of who you think you should be and really embrace and love where you're at right now, because it's crucial and it's exactly where you need to be. You are doing amazing. You're doing great. Um, And your team and spirit just told me you're doing great. (laughs) So stop it. Just stop it, please. Um, So that's really what I went in wanting to hear. Um, no, not wanting to hear, I was like really open, like, okay, if I'm really screwing up, please tell me, um, because I don't feel like I'm doing this right. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing my human thing. Like, it's just, it just doesn't feel like I'm doing it right. So I really wanted spirit and my higher self to tell me Mm -hmm. where, where I needed to fine tune or tweak or course correct, whatever, whatever I need to do. I was like, please show me show me where I'm at show me what I need to see show me why I you know the one thing that I have is when my beloved um, goes out of town I sometimes get really emotional and I was like "Um, can you please tell me what that's about because that's kind of annoying (laughs) well it's not annoying it's sweet in a way but at the same time it's like you don't want to you don't as a human when you have an emotional reaction of like you're overly emotional for something and you know that it's not rational it's and I was and I knew it had something to do with the past life and it absolutely did so that was kind of the only thing that I I really was like okay we need to kind of fix this because I can't like this is this doesn't feel like it's from this life so the first place I went to was I was in the void I literally was in this cosmic void it was like nothing but like darkness and light it it was it felt it felt like a womb it literally felt like a womb and then there was this like purple light and it there was a dragon there with me (laughs) and I was like oh that's my spirit guide that's one of my guides hi dragon and the dragon came through for me a, a few times in, in this, um, session, but I was, I wasn't in the, in the void. I was in the quantum. I was, I was basically, I wasn't form. <clears throat> I was, I felt at once, like I was like, I didn't feel my body. I didn't feel like I really felt this oneness with everything. And I was like, Whoa, this is kind of cool. And what's funny is like, at first you kind of had to Mm. I'm having a little tea. At first, she had to be like, "Okay, um, where are you?" Because I was like, I had drifted so far and so deep that I was just like not like, not really hearing her. So, I was in the quantum, like I was at the zero point from which all creation emanates, and I was like, "Oh, this is what this feels." So once I kind of got my bearings, I'm like, all right, so I'm 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 in the void. This is the void. This is oneness. This is this is that that space where everything just starts. Creation begins from the space. And then I went to the Pleiades and uh, I had a beautiful healing session in one of the crystalline temples. And I had 13 I think there were guides there were 13 Pleiadian guides that were working on me and it was like pure light flowing through me and that I was told that so my soul comes from the quantum which all our souls come from the quantum because just we are all source energy so that oneness that's the true essence of our being that's that space where all is one one is all things everything everything and anything can be birthed from this space that's our that's our reality that's the truth of our being we are this expansive just pulsing frequency of light of creation and I was told that there have been many lifetimes I've lived, which is why I feel very connected to the Pleiadian energy, because it's a multidimensional realm that, so they exist in fifth dimensional to the 12th dimension. So fifth dimension is pretty much the, the, I don't want to say highest, but it's at fifth dimension, you can either be physical or non-physical. But once you start getting above that, you start coming into more collective consciousness type situations where there is no individuation in the way that we see individuation in the human form. So the third, th- third, fourth de- the th- th- How did I just mix third with fourth? That was interesting. Because we are in the, between the third and the fourth dimension. So in this frequency of between the third and the fourth dimension, this is why we're going through periods where we can see, we're seeing massive duality. Like we're seeing like that the polar opposites are incredibly polarized, but we're also seeing spaces where there is that unity consciousness, that oneness exists So, and we can even find ourselves going through between feeling incredibly polarized and kind of being pulled and pushed and pulled in one direction or another, or we kind of really feel like grounded and and at peace and at this neutral point where we can perceive all aspects and not just the dualistic perspective, not just good or evil or whatever, but we can see all the different shades in between. So that was incredible to kind of just get that confirmation of where our soul comes from our souls and our collective comes from and the fact that we are drawn to different star systems and different constellations and i keep like every time i look at the computer i keep seeing like 722 777 888 like i keep seeing angel numbers and yesterday I kept seeing, no, not yesterday, Wednesday, I kept seeing 11s, 11s, 11, 11, one, 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 11, 11, like everywhere on the drive. And I was like, okay, frequency, 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 resonance, vibration. Okay, I got you. Um, and that's exactly what I received, that your frequency is so important. So you can be... And, and this is also the reason that for me, certain people really feel, I feel their denseness and I feel how their vibration. So if you can think of a sound wave, a sound wave that is of a lower resonance, it oscillates at a far slower, more expanded, like there's, there's more space between the peaks and the valleys. Then if something is at a higher frequency, if something is at a higher frequency, it's oscillating, it's shifting far, far quicker than something at a lower frequency. So this is why certain people either resonate with you or you feel that, that, um, disconnect in a sense. And it's not, I'm not saying one is good or one is bad and, you know, don't take that from what I'm speaking, I'm just saying that there's, there's, there are different expressions and this is, this is the way that it's supposed to be. Like we are here to have a multitude of expressions and to see them all and to experience as much of them as possible within the bandwidth that you have signed up for. Now, some of us have signed up for a bandwidth that expands so if you think of um the internet if you think of like high-speed internet where you have like ton of bandwidth for uploads and downloads and then you think of what we used to have when when I was a kid the dial-up service (laughs) that used to use your phone line that was incredibly slow and just like not like you sometimes like the connection would just pop off because it just it wasn't as strong a frequency it's the same thing and so I asked the lady um Natalie that that did my wonderful regression she's amazing so if you guys wanna um wanna get to wanna get a session with her um I highly recommend her she's amazing um so I said to her I'm like so how can we ascend if if basically like I like we're still in this whole like There are people that are, you know, having like an incredible, like slow experience and they, they just, they want to stay in a low resonance. They want to suffer. They want to not expand. I'm like, I get like, like my higher self tells me and, and it resonates with me that every soul has incarnated and has their own specific mission and they signed up for that experience. However, this planet is in the process of ascension. So how is it that we're going to ascend when there are still people that are vibrating at a lower frequency? And she said, well, this is what she basically went to her teacher Dolores and, and told me that, yeah, well, but, but their, their frequency is expanding along the lines of their bandwidth basically. So if you have a higher resonance, you're going to expand this way. And she kind of drew it out like on a, on a little circle, but they're going to expand this way. And right now we're at the center point where we can basically see all of these different frequencies together and it's kind of doesn't really feel good, but eventually they're all going to be moving to the outer circle in within their own respective bandwidth. So it's not like. So it's not like we're leaving anyone behind in a sense. I mean, we are because we're not, we're going to interact with those different frequencies less and less. However, we really are at the point where we are creating and aligning with our, with the frequency that feels like home to us. The frequency that is our expansion is our, is is our jam so there's really nothing to kind of there's there's no reason to worry there's no reason to feel you're like out of touch and I really felt the love of the other the other multidimensional beings and it really came that this is who we are It we are this infinite cosmic melting pot. Our soul is a cosmic melting pot of different lineages and the lineage that you resonate with the most at this time. And it may change is the, is the lineage that is the most beneficial for you on your soul's journey at this point in time. So the Pleiadian frequency brings in the frequency of heart opening of heart expansion, of love, of that unconditional love that sometimes is quite foreign for us um, to grasp in the human form, but your your soul knows it. So for me, it's very hard to see divisiveness and to see people kind of behaving in their own self-interest at the expense of other people. At the expense of nature, at the expense of basically animals and all that. Because for me, I I resonate at the frequency of of this unconditional love. And it's like, but we're all one. How can you do something that would harm another person? We're like that's that's another aspect of you. So for me, that's kind of always been very tricky and difficult to wrap my head around well why are there so many hard and so many horrible things happening on this world how do these humans do this to one another and it's like no this is part of their soul growth this is what they chose as part of their evolution to as part of their soul's evolution and then the What's coming through is, so the other frequency I want to talk about is the frequency of Orion. So Orion was a very control-based um, dimension. And a lot of our karma right now with the control and with the, that stuff, <laughs> the manipulation, um, is a replaying of that, of the frequency of Orion, in order for us to transcend it and kind of close that karmic loop and the way that we get out of that loop of that control manipulation fear that you know thinking that you know we actually have control over another being is to come back to our heart and This has been like again and again, you keep hearing me say this because this keeps coming back and back and back. We need that reminder. We need that reminder because it's incredibly difficult at this point in time for us to be in human form, for us starseeds, because we see it looks like everything is going to hell in a handbasket. However, everything is coming together, which is really weird to say, but it's and that's what that like my session left me with like this hope like oh we are coming together we are ascending we we've already ascended like this process is we're we're in that fifth dimensional frequency we're in that frequency of unconditional love of community of love of wisdom of expansion we're there it's just our human form has to catch up with that resonance and we catch up with that resonance by coming home to our heart. So, yes, aliens are real. Um, they're not really physical, though. I will say that. So if, if you come across an alien, hi, butterfly. I'm sorry, like a butterfly just came. Like, I have these beautiful windows in front of me, like a whole wall full of them. And this beautiful ye- yellow and black butterfly Looks like a swallowtail is like dancing her way or through my backyard. So butterflies are the symbol of death, rebirth, transformation. Yellow is empowerment, confidence. Black is the void. All creation in that one moment. So we have in this moment. We have the powerful ability to shift our frequency out of fear, out of contraction, out of destruction, out of anxiety, out of all, out of all of those lower oscillating frequencies, we have the ability to shift up into our heart. And when we can shift up into our heart, we can feel how expansive and powerful we are and how we can radiate our light. So the other frequency that Oh, always comes to me is that of the 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 Hathors and the Lyrans so the Lyrans are from the constellation of Lyra there's the star system of Vega in there and they are the cat beings and they've always like Sekhmet and Bastet um Bast I think Bastet or Basht. B-A-S-T or B-A-S-T-E-T is that cat, the other cat goddess of ancient Egypt. But these beings are incredibly like they were taken over by the reptilian draconians. Well, they weren't taken over. They were decimated and their planet was destroyed. So let's just call, call it what it is. But they've, um, they've created, they've, um, survived in other star systems and there are these amazing warrior like beings. Well, they had to become warriors because they had to defend and protect their home And then they, they have a very strong energy to them, an energy of that, that, uh, yeah, you feel it in their solar plexus and it expands and it's this energy of power, but not a power that seeks to control or manipulate. It's a power that is a, it's self mastery and it's a power of that desire to protect our loved ones, our family. Our lineage our heritage our our society so there is that frequency that is also coming in very strongly Um, and then there are the builders the arcturians and the andromedans who are also great um shipbuilders and masters of that um, of the frequency so your frequency at this point in time is the key not there's a lot of confusion and and you know The the death throes of of this archon, archaic um, peoples, uh, they're in their death throes. They really are. They they want to continue controlling and manipulating. But the more that you can kind of be in your heart and just laugh, just laugh about it and do your thing. Align with your heart. Align with your soul. Align with the divine. Because from the three lower chakras... You can only create more of that, those lower frequencies. But when you elevate those three lower chakras, so control, manipulation, fear, all of that, those are the shadow aspects of those chakras. When you can ground in the safety of your being and know that you are perfectly fine, always protected, always divinely guided, and and just allow with childlike wonder to see what unfolds in front of you and this is kind of hard because sometimes you know we're we're in human situations where we're like damn i'm about to be evicted i don't have money for groceries you know my car (laughs) i'm waiting for the check from the insurance company but it's like the more we can stay in our heart center the more that that the divine just unfolds and blesses us with miracles. So look for things to be grateful for. Look for ways to express love. Excuse me. Look for ways to receive love. Look for ways to really embody love. And that is that is the frequency because love is an action. Love is not just, oh, you're receiving or you're giving Love is a constant action. It's a constant exchange within yourself. It's constantly, it's a constant flow. It's a constant evolution. It's not static. It's not like, well, you know, you fell in love and your relationship, and I just saw a bunch of threes, okay? (laughs) You fell in love and, you know, that, you don't have to do anything. That frequency is just going to stay. Because, you know, you fell in love. No, that's not the way it works. Love is something that we cultivate. Love is something that we align with. Love is something that that we're constantly developing within ourselves. Because if you cannot develop it within yourself, then you cannot embody it. And if you cannot embody it, you cannot attract it. Because the universe responds to your frequency, to your vibration. So whatever, whatever you're vibrating at, is what is going to, to be reflected at you. Now, this is nothing to be scared of because at any point in time, as I mentioned before, you can shift your frequency. How do we shift our frequency? Our multidimensional self knows your multidimensional self already knows how to shift your frequency. It is a matter of developing the trust. So you are a cosmic light being. You are a star seed. You hold the lineages of many civilizations within you, both earthly and galactic. It's it's getting beyond the mind, coming into the heart, trusting our inner guidance, setting the intention, I will align with the highest frequencies of unconditional love, light, and healing, and bring in your guides that are in alignment with that high frequency. Do what makes your heart sing. So for me right now, it's looking at properties in the South of Spain. That's my thing. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, I want to be there. Oh my God, look at the land there. Oh my God, that has a ruin. And it just kind of, you can you can even hear it in my voice. It's like, you kind of hear like me light up and I'm just like, woohoo. Um, and it's like, don't worry about, the minutiae of how that's going to get done align with the frequency. So whatever it is, if your jam is, if what lights you up is singing, if what lights you up is drawing, painting, gardening, running, working out, physical strength training, because we need our physical bodies. We're still human. So we need our physical bodies. Our physical bodies have to be strong and healthy if it's cooking, if it's eating a nutrient-dense smorgasbord of food, and that just makes you feel good. It it nourishes your body, and your body feels alive after. Do that. Meditating, yoga, sound healing, breath work, swimming. Doesn't matter. Going for a hike, being out in nature, hugging a tree. I don't care what you do. (laughs) Go out and do it letting the sun like sun gazing oh i don't know if i mentioned that before sun gazing early in the morning late in the evening gaze at the sun late in the evening late in the afternoon you know what i mean (laughs) um it's do the things that make your heart sing if you love being with animals if you love wolves and huskies and dogs or cats or horses or lions i don't know whatever it is (laughs) that you love Go look at videos of that. Laugh. Laughter is so important. We need to laugh, particularly when you see some fuckery going on in the world. Just laugh because honestly, these people like, it's like, really? That's what you come up with? Like, cancel, clear, delete. We're not dealing with that. We're going to call in the nature spirits. We're going to rise. We're going to focus on our heart space and we're going to do this ascension thing. And it comes from within this ascension thing that we're doing. It starts in your heart. It begins and ends with you, with your activation of your light, with you embodying your light, with you radiating your light, with you just allowing your soul to lead you. Your soul knows every desire you have from the time you were born. And you could actually come up with a desire was already met. It already has its counterpart. When you were hungry, what did you get? Hopefully you got a nice breast full of milk because that's what, that's what your soul wanted. You wanted that, you know, nourishment, that heart connection with the mom and you wanted that nourishment of the milk. Same thing. We don't have any desires that aren't aren't in alignment with our soul. Now, unless we're being co-opted, but if it's a heart-centered desire and it's not in violation of anyone else's free will or sovereignty, then that's that's a soul desire. If it's not a desire... So there's desire. I will end on this note. So there's the desire that is aligned with our highest good in our soul, that is a higher desire, that is a desire that, that motivates, that elevates, that accelerates, that is holding all in oneness and in unity and in that level of consciousness where we are all interconnected and we're not violating anyone's free will. We're not violating anyone's sovereign, we're honoring their sovereignty and then there are the base desires, where it's control, manipulation, um, extortion, fear, programming. Um, that kind of those aren't the desires I'm talking about. I'm talking about the heart-centered desires, the desires that that emanate from the expansive soul, the soul that is at one with its with the divine, with all that is with creation. So. That is, that is the desire we're talking about. We're talking about that sacred desire, that, that desire that, that just lights us up and that desire that when other people see it, they will be inspired and they will radiate their own light because your light, your, the emanation and the warmth of your light serves to light the way for other people because there is no there is no self-centeredness in this desire it is a desire for expansion and for the goodness of all so that is this week's episode I do hope that you enjoyed it my little chat about all kinds of things non-earthly And just all the ways that we can, we can research all of these civilizations and all of these myths and visit these places, even if you can't physically visit them, you can look at pictures and that's a way of connecting to the different lands and the different energies of this earth and the different civilizations. So I urge you to look into that to dive into what speaks to your soul because what speaks to your soul is what will guide you in the direction of your ascension, of your expansion, of your love and your alignment with your light. So today's sound healing is going to be curated to align us with our galactic lineage. So our soul essence that is the most relevant to our expansion at this point in time, our lineage, um, I'm going to support us in bringing that forth for the highest good of our soul and for the expansion of our soul and our light. Ahava, thank you so much for listening.